Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Exurga deus disventur inimici eius, et fugiancio dedum deum apace eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. There's been a lot of confusion in the world. A lot. And I'm praying that Pope Francis and the bishops fulfill the request of Our Lady when they consecrate Russia to her Immaculate Heart. They say they're going to consecrate Russia and Ukraine, and I mean, I don't know if that changes things. Um, I hope not. I hope it actually fulfills the requirement. If it does... I pray for a quick resolution. Period of peace. I don't know how we come to a quick resolution without some kind of big sweeping miraculous movement, something like the three days of darkness. And I say movement by like a miraculous movement of the hand of God. I don't know. I just hope it comes to pass and we really do experience the period of peace, that we have a chance at the conversion of many, many souls, that people realize that they have to stop sinning, that all of these things come into play. All of these things happen. But we also looked, looked to this as being a big solution for, for the whole world. And many of us are not really willing to convert ourselves. And I worry about what that's going to mean. I don't know for sure, but we'll see. What I do know is that if there's not some big sweeping miraculous movement, then there are things we got to fix about ourselves. We have to be able to see through the confusion in the church and in the world. And so I'm hoping to bring some of that to the table here now.
This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defende nos in praelio, contra nequitiam et insidias diabolia sopra isidium. Imperatili Deus supplica seprecamur, duque princeps militae calestis, satana maliosque spiritus malignosque ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum de trude. Amen. Cor Jesu Sacratissimo miserere nobis, Cor Immaculata Mariae, ora pro nobis, Mater Dolorosa, ora pro nobis, Beatus Carolus Domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facium tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. In the first epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians, St. Paul talks about the fornicator, the, uh, the member of the parish who married his father's wife, thereby like some weird fornicating incestuous relationship or something, something like that. <clears throat> and he says, I've already judged them, and you guys need to put them out of the community. And then he chastises them for not understanding that they should have known this to begin with and that they really, like, like they should have, like, <clears throat> there's a tone to it that leads me to believe that there's not a small part of it that says, do you people not realize that you should have already done this? As he talks about it, he goes through piece by piece and he's certain to be, he, he, he makes sure to not be too harsh. However, in the very next chapter, carrying on, he also admonishes them. Do you not know that you're going to judge this world? That you're going to judge the angels? Because it was connected to another issue that they were having. Because they were dragging the brethren, like brethren were dragging brethren in Christ in front of the law. In front of Roman tribunals who had not the law. And so the theme that actually stretches from chapter 4, or I think it's chapter 5, but from one chapter into the next, is do you not understand? Do you not understand that you as a Christian, you as a Catholic, you as a member of the Brethren, the mystical body of Christ, you yourself are required to understand and to act? Or to fast forward 2,000 years and quote, a, well, nearly 2,000 years and quote a cardinal. You do not need a cardinal to tell you that abortion is wrong. You do not need a cardinal to tell you that someone who supports abortion should, should not submit themselves to receive Holy Communion. You, you don't need a cardinal to teach these things. And this has been bubbling up recently because as time goes by, um, there is a there is an Orthodox Christian at my job, and we have a tendency to talk politics, religion, and theology. 
Now, we're out of our depth, and we both understand that we're out of our depth on theology. And so there's a certain point where that, we'll, that we'll talk about, and then we back off because we're like, ah, you know, I'm out of my depth. We're mechanics. We're not, you know, we're not moral theologians or anything like that. But there is an obvious, but there is a theme. There is one thing that happens within the Orthodox Church that does not happen in the Catholic Church. In the Catholic Church, we have become so hyper-ultramontanist, far beyond... What, like I, it's it's ingrained in our souls, and it's been ingrained in our souls. And I actually plan on converting um, the discussion that I had with John Coleman um, because it was a very good discussion. I'm gonna I'm going to convert the pull the audio, and I'm gonna post the audio to this podcast. It'll be one of the episodes um, coming soon. As soon as I figure out how to move a file that large and convert it. But that's com- that's coming soon. I'm going to post that audio uh, because it was a very good discussion that we had. But we have become so hyper-ultramontanists in the last 200 years, 300 years, that we look to Rome for the guidance because we're afraid of making the judgment based on what's already been decided. We know it's already been decided. Like, no joke. If you could, you could post the clear bookmark at Trent because the catechism that came out of that council was perfect. The judgments and the administration of the church, all of that other stuff, you know, works out over time based on the, based on the situations. But the catechism that came out of Trent was perfect. And as long as nothing you do contradicts that catechism, then you're going to be fine. It's one of the reasons why it's my favorite. Because the big green book that's currently being edited again and again over the last 20 or so years might not be the best one to anchor on. You might want to just, you know, go back to something that doesn't move, that doesn't shift. Where the meaning of the words doesn't change, where you don't have to be like a PhD in vocabulary to understand what's going on in the book. Just anchor it to something simple. We constantly need validation, and so we look to Rome for that validation. And when we get bishops like Robert Barron, who dare we hope, or you get cardinals like Supich, or you get popes like Francis, and it throws the whole church in disarray. And yet that same disarray doesn't happen among the Catholics in the or among the Catholics who are well among our separate our actual separated brethren the Orthodox because there's a certain pragmatism when somebody comes out and says that homosexual unions are okay and they no longer and and as long as they're entered into infidelity or whatever 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 it was that I think it was Botswain or, or I I don't even know I don't even know which one Gonswain or I. You know what? I'm going to stop trying to remember his name because I'm going to mess it up. But that dipstick in Germany who came out and he's like, oh yeah, no, it's perfectly fine so long as yada yada ooh, it no longer cries out to heaven for justice. Do you know what the orthodox response to that is? What are you, stupid? That's already been decided. That's the response. 
Those decisions have already been made. We already know. Women can't be priests. Women have no business at the altar, on the altar. We already know this. They can't be ordained. It's been decided. It has long since been decided. It has been decided for 2,000 years. So why are we still talking about it? And oh, hey, by the way, if you're going to talk about it, then you're really not Catholic. And if you're really not Catholic, then, ah, I really hate to say this, but your opinion doesn't matter. Because if you're interested in changing the teachings of the church that have already been long established for thousands of years... These decisions have already been made. They were made by people who outrank you. In many cases, they were made in in manners that it became very clear that this can never, ever change. That it doesn't matter if we enter into the 31st century. We cannot make these changes. So why are you trying? Well, but we're responsible for the governance. Yes, and you're not allowed to change the rules by which you are governed. You can't change divine law. You're not going to go back into sacred scripture and delete the and delete that part where it talks about the four sins that cry out to heaven for justice. You're not going to go back and be able to delete that part out of sacred scripture where the apostle St. Paul, by inspiration of the Holy Ghost, says, do you not know that these people are not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven? And then runs down the list. You're not going to be able to delete the first chapter in the book of Romans, where the Apostle Paul, again, under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, says, it is because these people neglect God, they turn away from God, they worship the creature instead of the creator, that God has given them up to all of these desires. And then lists more than just men lying with men and women lying with women, lists the whole gambit of carnage that is wreaked upon the human soul when you turn away from God. They're not going to be able to delete that any more than the Protestants were able to delete the the epistle of St. James as he talks about how, no, it's not faith alone that gets you by. You're not going to be able to make the changes to the church because they've been written effectively in stone. They've been written better than in stone. They've been inscribed in the hearts of every Catholic. God has even written most of the rest of it into the the hearts of the non-Catholics because even non-Catholics understand that the Ten Commandments is right, even if they ignore the first three. you're not going to be able to erase the handwriting of God. So it doesn't matter what these people do. You just kind of look at them and you go, okay, you're not Catholic. You're clearly not the authority that I was hoping. We'll pray for you, but we're not going to listen to you. We're not going to associate with you. They want to go off into the world, let them go off into the world. They want to turn the Roman Catholic Church incorporated, the nation state of the Vatican, into some nonprofit. 
okay, they can have the churches, we'll have the faith. How many times have we said that in history? How many times have Catholics said that in history? So why are we so bothered? Why are we so confused? If you're confused because you haven't been properly catechized into what the core beliefs of being Catholic are, we have access to that knowledge now. There are channels upon channels upon channels. And yes, some people are going to get pulled into America Magazine, that Jesuit tampon. Okay. And some are going to get dragged into, you know, Novus Ordo Watch. That, <laughs> that pond of venom and vitriol. Okay. But one thing that they're all going to know is that you can teach, is that if you properly catechize a seven-year-old, they can give you the moral judgments. Should this happen? And they look and go, no. Why? Because you've already taught them. You can... If a seven-year-old can figure it out, Surely we can. Know you not that we will judge the angels. Know you not that we will judge this world. That's literally the next chapter. Right after right after he gets done telling him, look, you guys should have pushed this dude out long before me having to come up and say this now. Right after he says that, he goes, Do you not understand that we're gonna be we're the ones who have to exercise the judgment? And oh hey, by the way, as the brethren. And this one, I'm going to issue out to Church Militant. Specifically to Church Militant. Would you rather not be the one who is wronged? Would you, rather, would you not rather choose to be the one who is defrauded? Would you rather, would you not rather be the one who is the victim and yet you victimize and you defraud and that to the brethren? Now I say that's to church militant because they are continuing on their abominable crusade to destroy their own credibility as Christians and Catholics. <clears throat> but it should be a lesson to all of us. We should be willing to accept being wronged. We should be willing to accept being defrauded. Why? Think about that. Why? Are we not supposed to forgive? Are we not supposed to bear with patience the wrongs that are being done to us? I mean, is that not in the instruction? Did we not? Did, did we miss that? Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I feel like, I mean, it's kind of basic. We say it every week. If you're praying the rosary, you say it at least five times a day. Six times a day, really. 
pray the rosary. I'm not even joking. You pray the rosary every day. You say you say that you say that phrase six times a day. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Implied that we have to forgive those who trespass against us, and most especially if they are the brethren. Now, in the case of RTF Mike, who's fighting back against church militant, he needs to. Somebody needs to. Somebody actually needs to, like, no joke. Somebody needs to actually fight back. But I also know full well that he would rather not. That the only reason why he's fighting the fight he's fighting is because they refuse to stop. And they just keep coming. But if they do decide to stop and he keeps going, well, then he'll be the one wrong. See how that works? There comes a point when you just got to stop. Now, church militant might carry it on all the way to their ultimate destruction, all the way to their particular judgments and on to the general judgment. They could. They may. Who knows? I pray not. I pray not. I pray they actually figure out that they themselves are harming their own souls. I will tell you that as I occasionally dip in, I don't often spend a lot of time watching Church Militant, but I notice you can see the destruction of the organization. Oh, the, yeah, sure. They've got very flashy, you know, mil, multi-million dollar production value. Cool. But you can actually see the toll that it's taking on the physical souls of the people who are involved because you can see the destruction actually physically in their bodies. If you haven't been to Church Militant, you know, take, take about 30, 40 seconds and take a look. You can see it. Well, I can see it. I don't know if you can see it. I hope you can see it. <clears throat> Conversely, swing on over to some of their enemies. Some of the people they've made enemies of, and you can look and you can see. They seem to be thriving. They don't seem to be dying. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, crazy. Sometimes it seems so obvious. The obvious choice, well, let me back up. The obvious thing is the answer from your second grader who's been properly catechized. The obvious thing is if you're, no joke, if your seven-year-old has been properly catechized in the Catechism of St. Pius X or the Baltimore Catechism or one of those other question-answer catechisms where, where like, it's, hey, what is this? And then you'd learn the question, learn the answer and the explanation. <clears throat> if, if your seven-year-old has been catechized by one of those catechisms, you can actually ask them, hey, should this go on? And they will tell you, no, they can see it. And if a child can see it, you should be able to see it. You should be able to see it. If you can't see it, it's because you got something clouding your judgment. You you have something clouding your judgment. Why? Because I know when I can't see it, I know I've got something clouding my judgment. Now, sometimes it's a lack of information. You know, we're trying to figure out what was going on with Ukraine. Okay. We're trying to figure out what's going on in the government. Okay, I mean, they do, they deliberately try to obfuscate everything that they're doing. So yes, you know, you try to figure out what's going on in the World Economic Forum. And yet most people try to figure that out without ever going to the World Economic Forum website, which I find absolutely laughable because unlike everybody else, the World Economic Forum advertises what they're trying to do. And many of these people will advertise exactly what they're trying to do. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it's too large. Sometimes there's just entirely too much going on. I got that. But when you can see it, ultimately it doesn't, it's not complex. And we don't need cardinals to tell us. We don't need the Pope to tell us. We don't need our bishop to tell us. In many cases, we don't even really need the priest. Most of the time, what you need your priest for is to clear away the detritus that you manage to pick up with you. All of those things that actually do cloud your judgment. You do need your priest to be like, hey, let's be real for just a moment. Get all that crap out of your mind. 
Are you spending time with our Lord? Are you spending time with Our Lady? Are you spending time in prayer? Are you deliberately doing these things? Are you going to confession often enough that you can track all of those things that you're deliberately doing? Are you doing proper examinations of conscience? Like, no joke. <laughs> ah, the system is so simple. The, simple, the system is so simple that the average layman doesn't need to be told about the big stuff. If we cling to that simplicity. If we cling to that clarity. If we tuck ourselves into the wound in Christ's sacred heart, if we hide ourselves under the, under the mantle of protection of Our Lady, if we stay close to the cross of Our Lord, we don't need to be told by someone in authority that something obviously evil is evil. We can identify it as such because we've already been told and we can change what we do accordingly. We need the priests and the bishops and the Pope for the sacraments. We need them to actually do their job in preserving the faith. They need to. They need to do so to preserve their authority on earth. But I'll tell you a little secret. We don't need them to preserve the traditions. This is 21st century. We got the interwebs, we've got books, you got thousands upon thousands of people who have written tomes, and they've come from bishops and priests. I mean, you've got, you know, the writings of Archbishop Fulton Sheen. You've got the writings of Cardinal John Newman. You've got the writings of so many people. We have the access to these people who have written about these things in church history, like through the course of church history. We have access to all of that stuff. So if you really want to preserve all of that stuff, then go buy the books. If you really want to preserve it in your, you know, the traditions and the liturgy in your household, I mean, you've got tomes written by Dom Prosper Guéranger. What do we need Pope, like, legit, like, what do you need Pope Francis for? What do you need your bishop for? The big, broad-stroke stuff has been done. Even the tiny traditions, the quaint local traditions, have been preserved. It's not that hard to find. I mean, it might be here shortly if we do end up in nuclear war. That's going to make things very, very difficult indeed. But... What do we need the Pope for? We need the Pope to lead us in prayer. Right now, for one particular prayer. And that one particular prayer is going to be the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. In union with all of the bishops of the world. Oh, and here's a fun fact. We still need to pray the rosary daily. 
and we need to do the five first Saturdays. Weird, isn't it? Some things don't change. And if you're missing something that big in your life, if you're missing the moral rectitude or the moral clarity in your life, if everything seems to be coming at you from all directions, well, then the first thing you do is you pray the rosary. And the second thing you do is fulfill your commitments as a Catholic and a Christian. Go to Mass, go to confession, receive Holy Communion. And if for whatever reason you can't receive Holy Communion, or, you, you, I mean, and let's be real, those things are going to happen, then you still spend time with our Lord. Read sacred scripture. I mean, let's be real. If you're a traditional Catholic, don't you have a missal? Like, can't you follow a lot of this stuff day to day? You can literally, actually, those little red pamphlets that take you, that walk you through the Latin Mass, you can literally just walk through those prayers. Just read them. They'll give you that. They will give you much of what you need to know anyway. The core of the faith. You pray your rosary. You've got the creed. You've got the the Our Father. You've got the Hail Mary. You've got the fifteen, twenty, hundreds of meditations. By the way, it's, you know, I mean, we're starting with 150, with, with 150, or excuse me, with 15 decades. But throughout history, there were more mysteries. You do know that, right? The crown of Our Lady is not limited to the 15 or 20 decades that we, are, that we know of. There's more. And you can find them if you so desire. Do you have to? No, of course not. Because the 15 decades that we know is enough. Especially if you're reading and you're engaging in, in Lectio Divina. If you're doing the med like if you're med if you're doing meditative prayer. If you have the chance, obviously, you know, if you're a mom and you've got 12 kids, um, and they're all running around the house. You're probably not going to, and dad's, you know, schlepping off with his friends or whatever. You're probably not going to have quite as much time. <clears throat> but dad should be doing his job too. So, I mean, you know, he's got, he's got to pray. He's got to work. He's got to lead the family in prayer. Which, by the by, is the other way that you get past that one. You get the opportunity when dad says, oh, says okay, kids, let's, let's kneel, let's get together and we're going to pray as a family. We're going to pray the rosary. And not to put too fine a point on it, you can turn Lectio Divina into a homeschool class. Like, seriously, it's not that hard. And then you get those and then you get that time to mentally pray. Anyhow. And I hope it doesn't take actually come to think about it, one last thing on that topic. I hope it doesn't take a podcaster to tell you that the prayer stuff should outrank everything. 
that 15, 20, 30 minutes with your children, guiding them in prayer, should outrank band practice, football practice, cheerleading. I hope that, I, I, I really hope that it, like, because I, I keep hearing it, it's like, oh, we don't have time, this, that, and the other, and I'm just like, if dad's doing his job, then dad should be able to gather mom and all of the kids and lead them in prayer. And you do the rosary, but you can do that with Lectio Divina. Like, you can do that with all prayer. And your prayer life, actually, in the family should take priority even over eating. So, I mean, anyway. <clears throat> I hope, honest, I truly, I hope and pray that it didn't take some rogue podcaster on the dark side of the internet to come out and tell you that that's actually the way things should be. <laughs> doesn't, like, doesn't take a cardinal... Some moron mechanic out in the out in the dark corner of the internet can manage to figure out that prayer should be taking priority over everything else, even as a family. I mean, obviously, you're not going to get the infant to pray. She might actually take that time to feed to feed the little tyke. Anyhow. It was the last reminder. Oh man, I hope it's a last reminder. Pray, 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 pray. Pray that the Holy Father and the bishops of the whole world do what Our Lady asks. Contact your bishop and urge him to, to conform himself to what the Holy Father is doing. And then beyond that, we'll just have to trust God. We have to trust that maybe, you know, during the ceremony or whatever, the Holy Spirit will be like, do it! And they'll do it right. And expect a miracle. I would not, I truly would not be surprised if the three days of darkness popped off right after that, because that would be just the kind of miracle to sweep around the whole world that would wake up the whole planet. So I hope that's the case. If not, whatevs. God's will be done. I would, as always, like to know what you think. So feel free to email the show, Caleb at RadioFreeCatholic.com and, um, yeah. Shoot me a message. Let's talk. Because I could be completely off base here. I doubt it. Um, because I just see it was one of those things that just popped into my mind and it had been ringing in my ears and just seemed kind of obvious. That we should know better. That we don't need. <laughs> we don't have to look to the upper hierarchy for every little thing. Especially when those things are obvious. But feel free to email the show. You can follow me on Twitter. By the by, um, having a little bit of an issue with my phone. So I am cut off from Telegram uh, because I've been trying to transfer the program and it's just not quite working for me. 
Um, so hopefully I'll be able to get all that stuff fixed. Right now, it just seems, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. It's been kind of a pain in the butt. So <clears throat> on social media, I'm a little bit half on, half off. You can follow me at Mighty Colibri on Twitter. You can follow me on Telegram. Um, you can, well, you can follow me on Telegram. Like, you can join in the Telegram channel, Radio Free Catholic. Um, that's t.me slash Radio Free Catholic. Um, you should be able to find it. There's a couple, there's a couple there. The, oh, yeah. Hopefully this week I'll also, well, I don't know if it's going to happen this week. We're already at Thursday. I haven't even had an opportunity. Been, uh, hopefully before the, before the close of this week, I can have the website up and running properly with everything set the way it's supposed to be. Um, I'm really hoping that when I go into work tomorrow, they'll be like, oh yeah, we don't really need you here so that I can come home tomorrow and actually spend the day doing that. We just pushed an aircraft out. We're not starting on the next one. Oh wait, no, I take that back. We're starting on the next one. Should be tomorrow. So we'll see. Anyhow. Oh yeah. Try and get everything fixed up in rapid time. Hopefully I can. I... In the meantime, oh yeah, almost forgot. And you can follow me on SP3RN at Caleb the Mechanic. I haven't posted anything there in a while, and I th- got to try it. Once I get the website up and running, I can try and get the rest of the social media stuff to populate the way it's supposed to. In the meantime, pray for the church, pray for the nation. Um, pray for us in Catholic social media because we need it. It's easy to get caught up in all the happenings around the world and in the church. And sometimes it's really easy to forget that our job is like our job as Catholic is much, much simpler. This is Caleb, the mechanic with radio free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.